friends. The Bible tells us very clearly in John 10.10, Jesus came so we can have an abundant life. So what do we do when we're not seeing or experiencing abundance? Hey, I'm April Jarrett, the founder of Beloved Empowers, where I empower women of faith to live simply faithful lives, minus all the overwhelm. And today, I want to share with you the three things to do when faith gets tough. See, for years, I struggled in and with my faith. But the condition of our faith, the same way as an intimate relationship or sometimes a serious health concern just isn't something we tend to openly talk about with other people. So I struggled. I struggled and I did a lot of trial and error. I learned so many things the hard way or the long way or both ways. But the thing is, oftentimes I was very alone in the process. So let me clarify something for you right now upfront before we even get started. You are not alone. You are not the only person struggling in or with your faith. And I say this not to minimize your experience, but to bring into perspective the truth, which is God's word over your circumstance. See, faith is not easy. In fact, I would argue it's one of the toughest roads you'll travel as a follower of Christ. So let me start by asking you a few questions. And I really want you to ponder these in your head and heart as I ask them. Number one, what is faith supposed to look like? What should it feel like? What should it require? Let me ask you, is it normal for faith to be tough? Should it always be tough? Because I was once there, I know so many of you must have so many questions when it comes to walking in faith. And while I don't have time to answer all of those questions right now, I do want to equip you with a few best practices when it comes to living out your faith, especially in the tough seasons. And if after watching this video, you still have questions or you're looking for a group of women to continue to do faith with, I'll be inviting you to join me in the Simply Faithful community on Facebook. Over there, we'll be talking about all things faith, life, and literally everything in between. In my ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Living Simply Faithful, I share in my own words a definition of what faith is. After years of struggling, questioning, vacillating back and forth in my faith walk, here's what I know to be true. Faith is absolute trust and belief in God and believing in your life in such a way that you believe everything he ever said, did, or told you to do. What this means is your faith should grow to a point where it transcends above any and every emotion or circumstance, the good ones and the really tough, scary ones too. And it must not only stand, but it has to be activated in the midst of extreme fear, despair, anger, pain, confusion, in it all, all. So without further ado, here are three things to do when faith gets tough. And because I love alliteration, I'll be calling these the three P's. Pick, position, and posture. Pick a side. 
What I've discovered is when I'm having a crisis or a challenge of faith, I can most times trace its root down to an internal conflict, a showdown of my will versus God's will, where a certain expectation I have as the outcome of the situation gets in the way of going at it God's way. It's like this. I know what I really want and hope the answer will be or the path I want to take, but is it the right thing to do or the right way to go? That's the question. When this happens, there are a few questions we need to have ourselves answer. Number one, what's more important here? My will and desired outcome or God's? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24, 15. Can you say the same? As a man thinketh in his heart, so a man does. Proverbs 27, 3. Second question. Do I trust my own reasoning or God's sovereignty? How far has my own reasoning gotten me in the past? For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all kings. Psalm 95, 3. The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. Psalm 103.19. You see, God, he's omnipresent, omnipotent, omniscient, and I trust him over my limited brain power any day of the week. What about you? Third question. Have I prioritized God's word over what others or even I have to say? The grass withers and flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. Isaiah 40 and 8. The covenant of the Lord is trustworthy. That's in 2 Samuel. See, throughout the Bible, there are direct examples of the word of God coming and speaking to followers and believers. From Zechariah to 1 Kings to 1 Samuel, from Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel, we see the large role God's word had in decisions that affected the status of families all the way up to whole nations. So you gotta pick a side. Draw a line in the sand. Look at where you're standing and where God is standing concerning your situation. Are you standing on the same side? You gotta pick a side. The second P, position yourself. In this case, positioning pairs with proximity or closeness. Let me explain. Let's take a practical look at these two specific areas. Who and what you're looking at and then who and what you're listening to. When faith gets tough, it's usually a dictator that it's time to make some adjustments in a couple of key areas. What and how often we're feeding our faith is one of them. Just like strengthening a muscle, faith requires opportunities to be nourished and exercised. So when you find yourself in a tough season of faith or even at a crossroads of belief and unbelief, because it happens, I know I've been there. What you do next totally matters in how you'll be able to move forward. Do a self-check and ask yourself, am I looking at what's going on with myself, someone else, or am I looking at God? Another way of asking this, am I looking at the problem or the solution? This determines your initial focus and that determines your direction. Secondly, it's not only who you're looking at, but what you're looking at that makes an impression as well. Are you mindlessly binging on TV, TV shows, Netflix, Hulu, movies? Are you reading books? Are you listening to books, listening to music to distract you from what's happening or at least from having to deal with it? 
I call this spiritual emotional eating. What happens here is we miss the opportunity to nourish our spiritual body with food or spiritual supplements that can strengthen us rather than fill us with sensory desensitizers. The best food is direct from the source, always. That means you've got to pick up your actual Bible, open it up and read it. Lay your eyes on the truth of God's word, his will, his character. Second to that, you can do a Bible study. Listen to a podcast, watch or listen to a sermon, meditate, pray while listening to worship music or praise music. These are all great ways to supplement what you're reading in your actual Bible. Because when you're nourishing and exercising practices and habits to gain depth and strength in your faith, you become closer to making it easier to choose God's will and way when faith gets tough and not your own. So position yourself. Lastly, our third P is to posture yourself. Your posture in a fight, because let's call it what it is, it's a faith fight, is dictated by your belief. Your belief is determined by your understanding. Your understanding is driven by your knowledge. And I know that sounds like a lot. I really hope I didn't lose you there. But the bottom line is this. What I know to be true of who God is, what you know to be true of who God is, who you are in God, what God is able and willing to do for those who love and obey him, what God has already done for those who lead with faith, what the, that the ultimate fight is fixed and already won. The knowledge you have of those things is directly linked to the posture in which you will approach a faith fight when things get tough. So I encourage you to gain the knowledge to the point of understanding. Don't just read God's word. Look for him in the pages. Find out what he wants you to learn from when you read it. What he wants you to see. Study it. Get to know it. Ask questions and find answers. Make connections between people, places, and things. Because from this place of understanding, you'll be able to clearly define what you believe. You'll know vengeance is mine, says the Lord. You'll know we fight not against flesh and blood, and the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You'll know the battle is not yours to fight, and there's an invisible army waiting in the wings to fight on your behalf the real battle in the heavenly realms, not only for you to fight, but for you to see the victory here on earth. These truths will allow you to stand tall, and firm, grounded, and sure when faith gets tough. Your posture changes. You'll become less easily intimidated because you'll remember whose daughter you are and who fights for you. You won't look like what you're going through and I'm telling you, you'll walk away without even the smell of smoke. Listen, I know these things are truly easier said than done. I've been there. I felt that, but I also know this, just as much as God has a specific plan for your life, so does the enemy. And fighting for your faith is literally fighting for your life, your life, your purpose, your destiny. It's so much more than you see right now. And it is worth the fight, my friend. So if faith is tough right now, start with these three things. Pick a side, position yourself, posture yourself. These are three great things that are a great place to start. Now look, 
I don't want you to do this alone. So join me over in the new Simply Faithful group on Facebook. Surround yourself with others who are going in the same direction for the same purpose, to grow stronger in our faith day by day on the way to living Simply Faithful lives. Remember, you are not in this alone.